If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. I am Claire Hill, self-belief coach, business mentor, you know the drill if you're here you know about me if not go and listen to some more episodes Uh, today I have Nicola Walsh here from New Wisdom Design and Digital Pinterest expert and tech VA Um, I'm very excited about this one because I am a Pinterest novice I am pretty shit at all that um so I'm interested to hear all your wisdom because you're going to convince me not to be like that I'm sure Nicola I'm gonna convince you that Pinterest is the place to be yeah Pinterest is the place to be not just like I need it in my repertoire it is the place to be okay I'm excited um so welcome to the podcast so lovely to have you um how how are you good yeah you're very welcome what what, what am I, I've lost my train. I've had a, a t- one extra cup of coffee today, and it's <laughs> sent me. I'm a little bit like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so I need to like take a deep breath and calm myself. Um, would you like to introduce yourself, please, Nicola? Even though I've just introduced you, I don't know. <laughs> I've lost the train. I'm yeah, no worries. So, um, yeah, I'm Nicola, and um, my business name is Newest in Design and Digital, and I help businesses unlock the power of Pinterest um because most people when you first start talking about Pinterest they love it to be on it to do to find their recipe ideas or home inspiration but it's not the plus first place they think of when it comes to uh, marketing their business um but it's actually um a really great evergreen marketing uh, platform because unlike other social media your pins last forever well for as long as hopefully Pinterest is going to be around for and the longer you're on it and the more pins that you offer to Pinterest the more that they get to know you and your business and the more results you start getting so it's it's um it's a platform for the for the long game mm-hmm. um but it's one where you don't have to engage and be on it like you do other social media platforms. So it's it's more something that you can kind of set and forget to do its thing um, every month and just have it as part of your kind of marketing plan. And that's why I love it, especially because I am um, I've got two little boys. So I'm a busy mum and um, one's at school and one's he's um, he's just turned one. So as you can imagine, they keep oh me God, on my toes. One year old. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um so yeah so um when it comes to marketing my business I don't have always have the availability to be um online all the time um and that's one of the many reasons why Pinterest kind of appealed to me because I love the idea that you can you can schedule within Pinterest you don't need to worry about any third party apps and all that kind of stuff um and because you don't need to be commenting or turning up live or all that kind of stuff um because it's a search engine rather than social media um you just let it do its thing and it's all about your keywords and it's it's a lot about the prep beforehand so if you can get a good strategy in place which is 
where I come in um, and get your research done and your keywords in your content and stuff like that, then the kind of, it kind of then works for itself. I mean, it, it sounds, this is not the first conversation I've had about Pinterest ever because Pinterest is always, it's like, you on know, your radar. Yeah, it's like it's like barley. You know, like it's on your radar of where you want to go. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work to get there. Because you have to go <laughs> well, maybe like some beautiful island like the Philippines. You're like, it's so, it's on my list, but I've got to get a plane, a boat. <laughs> yeah. And do something else. You know what I mean? Like I I I can see the power in Pinterest. Um it feels well, it, it feels daunting to me and I'm normally up for anything. So, but I love how you've just sold it, that set and forget, like just let it go. And the fact that you've got two boys and one of them's one, it's like, I mean, did you say you had two boys or just two? Yeah, yeah two boys. Two boys. <laughs> so you've got two boys, one of them's one. And that to me is like, well, if you can, if you've just inspired me that really I need to get my ass into gear. But how did this all begin? Like, where did this business start? How did it all bloom together? And how did you fall in love with Pinterest? Like, what, where did it all start for you? Well, um, so when I had my first son, um, five years ago, nearly six years ago now, um, I was working in London. I was actually a children's book designer oh wow um and I loved I loved the job I loved the people and all that but I did not love the commuting Mm. um two hours each way um or up to two hours each way depending on timings of trains and all that kind of stuff and that's just not sustainable when you've got a little one at home so I had to make the kind of tough decision to to leave my London job after maternity leave and um I started working for local little companies, like smaller companies, where you had to, as a graphic designer, be do everything. It was you couldn't just specialize in one area like you did in for the you know the bigger London companies. And I started upskilling in digital, all things digital, because obviously that's the way the world was going. And then, obviously, we all know what happened in twenty twenty. Yeah. The whole world turned digital. So um, I did a course with tech pixies and upskilled in social media I've done a web design course I've kind of just done done a lot of learning over the last couple of years um and when I had my second son I really needed something that was flexible to work around school hours if the kids got ill you know um all those kind of things that that come when you when you have children, and that's where I kind of decided to set set up on my own. Now, if you'd asked me five years ago when I first left my job, would I be running my own business? I'd have been like, no way. But um, from getting into the different online communities and networking and all that kind of stuff, and realizing how many amazing. Um, people there are and and particularly as far as I'm concerned amazing mums out there that are running these businesses alongside their children and I was like that's what I want that's what I want to be able to do I want to be able to you know have school holidays off or at least work reduced hours during the school holidays or and if they're sick you know be able to swap my working days around and really have that flexibility that you just don't get with a 
with an employed position. No, no, 100%. And also I love working with lots of different people. Like I found um, I've always been someone who you'd get the junior members of the team and train them up when I was in my previous work. And I just, I realized this love of breaking things down and simplifying things and explaining them to people in a way that they could understand and then actually implement. Um, And I found with Pinterest, just as you said, you kind of feel it's this, you, you know, it's a good idea, but it's just the whole point process of it just feels really overwhelming. And I like to think that the, the, plan that I have together when I work with my clients is to break it down into manageable um, tasks and then have a clear kind of guidelines that you can repeat every month to keep getting your content out there. Wow so you work with so you do your Pinterest and, and what part of what else do you do around your your job what other services do you provide your clients? So the main thing with, because uh, it, it links back to Pinterest, really, the main thing with Pinterest is you need to have a purpose to your pins. There's no point just putting content out there because the beauty of Pinterest is that each of your pins has a link in it and can take people from Pinterest to somewhere else. And again, that's what makes it so different from other social media platforms. If they want to get you off, like one of the highest things that they track is pin clicks. So the more clicks that you can get off of Pinterest onto whatever your uh, link is going to take someone to um, helps your the ranking of your pins. So that's why I decided to put together the kind of tech VA stuff, which is to help people that haven't maybe quite got the tech in place needed to make the most out of Pinterest so it's things like if people don't have a, a, a starter website and they they want to get somewhere so they can drive you know drive their traffic to if they want to start up a blog or I've been doing a lot of putting people's podcasts onto blogs to help with their ranking and then you've always then got somewhere to send people to um, email marketing and, and lead magnets and stuff Pinterest is great for getting people onto your email mail list because you can send them to your sign up page and stuff like that and I think as I start talking to people they realize oh yeah I don't have that oh yeah I don't have that so uh, that's why I I offer like both sides of my services because then I can help people get the tech set up so then they can make really make the most out of Pinterest and what it can do Mm, I love this I think I'm like I think I need you in my life I didn't realize this was gonna happen (laughs) I'm just like, what else do you do? Because I feel I've got an amazing VA. Her name's Hannah. She is. It's my podcast, and she literally. I don't know what I like. I've had a, my my best friend was my VA, and she couldn't be my VA anymore. And I was like, what am I gonna do? And then now, um, I've got Hannah, and literally, I feel like, oh my god, my life has changed. But now, I didn't know I needed you too. So we might have some conversation because <laughs> I'm like, I know that, especially with stuff like email. Um, list my my email what I've got to to give my my clients and my audience is to teach them how to believe in themselves so when you believe in yourself and you're not doubting yourself all the time you become a superhero don't you because you just like basically do anything you want um and anything that you've got in the back of your mind and I feel like that's really powerful but I it's like getting that out and like Mm. I know that there is even the podcast I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed, I suppose, not embarrassed, but this podcast has been going for over two years 
I think you're going to be a hundred and episode one hundred and eighty something. Wow! And the the audience should be bigger. But I don't know how to bloody get the people listening. I don't know how to do it. Like even me and Hannah were like, oh, what do we do? Like, and when you just said, you know, blog, podcast, I'm like, okay, so maybe, maybe this because it's just what you don't know what you don't know until you get there. And I know I can create a pin. I can do that. But I haven't got a strategy. Keywords, I don't know. Like, I'll get, yes. it's the same, I suppose, with anything. And I think people think it's, oh, it's another platform that I've got to make new content for. Yeah. And you have to make new pins, yes, but it's all about promoting what you've already got. And, yeah, that's why I help people think about, well, if you've got this, if you've got a podcast, why aren't you putting it onto a blog? Because that can help your SEO. And then (laughs) each of your podcasts is then, each new episode is then a new blog post that you can then send the traffic to. You can put on, uh, on the blog post any if you've got a freebie or get them to sign up to your newsletter it's all about like what action do you want people to do and you've got to make it really clear um that, that's why I do I I do think especially like as a product business Pinterest is kind of a bit more obvious because you can yeah. sell you can set up your shop but I am definitely finding as as this business is developing that um where I'm what I really love getting that aha moment with people that have service businesses because yeah. they, and and there's so much that they can do with what they already have um and and <clears throat> yeah and just getting that and it's breaking down the content you've got like you don't even need to have lots of different things you actually only need four bits of content a month to mm-hmm. have your Pinterest plan done and this is like at the basic beginner level of starting with Pinterest of one pin a day but to get one pin a day you only need yeah four kind of places to send people so that could be four podcast episodes four web pages and then when people start to think that they're like oh I've already got that like one of the exercises I actually get people to do is write down all the links they already have within their business and when they do that they're like oh my god and I'm like Actually, you already have like a year's worth of content there. One, it's one podcast episode, one link. Yeah. So I've got 180 links there. Yes, yeah, so that, that, that that's like to start. Yeah, that's like 180 weeks worth of pin content. I mean, the more you can pin, the better and faster you'll get the results. So because you have so much content there, you could start doing multiple pins a day. Um. But to start with, I'm like, just just, just do the start, one. Let's yeah. get the system going. And then once you start realizing, oh, actually, you know, I help people set up templates in Canva. So it's literally like drop, uh, drag and drop. That's what I'm trying to say. Drag and drop things in. Like, I want to make things simple. People don't have t- like oodles of time to be doing all these different things. And it's, and it's like, let's try and make things simple. Let's get systems in place to make it quick and, and easy, but it's still going to benefit your business. Like All I do say with Pinterest is it does take time. Like You're not going to get overnight success. Um, But after a couple of months, if you get consistent with it, you start to see results. Mm. Like one of my best performing pins uh, for November uh, for October was something I pinned in April. Mm. 
but it's still there and it's still doing stuff for me even though I pinned it in April like I had the the most activity I've ever had on this one particular pin I don't know something obviously happened out there in the digital world that meant people were looking for that specific thing Mm. and it got more yeah more results than it ever has but it was something I posted in April I love that. But that's the thing with the podcast. Like, um, I did a talk the other day in teaching how people to get a podcast off the ground. And I read, it must have been a while ago. It was quite a while ago that there was like, you know, when you start a podcast, don't expect it to get really successful until you get to like three years of consistent posting. And um, it's, and it's like, as long as you get over 20 episodes, you're in the top 1% of all podcasters. So what I knew at that point, I think I was probably at about episode 40 or something. I was like, all right, well, I'm already in the 1%. I've got another God knows how long. So I've got like another year before, you know, and I can already see that Spotify shows my podcast. Mm. I've got the impressions are going up, my followers and the everything's going up. But when I sit and think there's a... 180 hours there of content yeah. that I, 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 you know, I'm embarrassed to say I do nothing with. I went to a networking event the other day and um, somebody was saying, oh, you know, yeah, I've got a podcast. And they were like, oh, amazing. What do you do with, you know, like, I said, yeah, I, I do nothing with the uh, content. I've got, I'm trying to get it on YouTube. I'm trying to create reels. I mean, Hannah's trying to edit them so she creates like little reels for me, but I can't even, <laughs> I haven't even got time to check. <laughs> really, it's so embarrassing. It's just too much. I've got too much going on and um, I've got a plan to minimize all that. But it's like, you've got this, we, we feel like, I think service space as well, you've got to regenerate new content and I know that that's not the case because repetition is the best thing anyway because no Mm -hmm. one's you know you get a new audience all the time but I feel like Nicola that you've come into my life I have no idea how much you charge or anything but we've got to have a proper conversation (laughs) because I'm like I think this is what me you you will be the gap between me and Hannah trying to get everything going anyway we'll have another conversation about that (laughs) So how so getting into the Pinterest, where do you find that you, you know that aha moment that your clients get? Mm. They're like, oh, okay. Where do you then see the results? I mean, you you've got clients coming in that understand the long game. They know it's not going to be overnight. But a few months after you've been working with someone, do they like maybe message you in the middle of the night like it's working or something like that? Yeah, I actually did get an email this week. Um, it's someone who has, she's a, a product-based business, so it's slightly different, but same kind of thing. She's been pinning since we started um, in October, her first lot of pins come out, and she messaged me last week. She goes, I'm getting sales. Oh. I was like, yay. She's like, um, and she's like, and there is a point, so I do one-to-one strategy at the moment and it's over three sessions and it's normally on that third session at the beginning of the third session where they just, my client just go, Oh, it makes sense. I can see how the groundwork they did in the first two sessions. And then we put it all together and make their first month of pins. Mm. I can see it. I can see how this can work. I can see how I can keep doing this and it's not going to take me too long. And, and yeah, I got this lovely email and she was just like, I'm on, I've done December. I'm all ready. They're all, they're all sorted and I'm scheduling them. And 
she's like and, I've, and she showed uh, she's someone I met at networking and she showed me she had a diary and she'd literally planned out a whole year and she knew exactly what she was going to be pinning for the whole entire she got she goes I've got two slots I'm just going to deeply I'm going to pin back to something else that I did before that once I know what's working well and she goes but I'm, I'm there I've got my years planned and I was just like wow. that is brilliant wow and is it like um do, do people that fall in love with Pinterest once they've had your magic do they they're like Instagram nah can't be can't be asked with that anymore or do they or is it a supplement is it like added into their already you know their strategy I think a lot of the people that I start talking to, they they're kind of uh, they're giving Pinterest a go because they're getting tired of Instagram. Mm. Um, but I think it does by breaking down the content for Pinterest that then helps them see how they can break down their content in Instagram and don't have to keep creating new stuff. They're like, oh, I could talk about that same blog or podcast or page or whatever again and but I could talk about it like that and I could do a new post and they said it has helped them with their Instagram content because you just see your content in the one way I think yeah and by doing it for Pinterest and breaking it down into the multiple pins it helps you think about different angles and ways of talking about the content in the same way giving it a different look and it does help with the other areas, especially if you've got if you're stuck for something to post about. You're like, oh well, I can talk about it the same way I did on Pinterest again, and then, wow, oh, it's amazing. Um, what are your top tips? Would you say for good pins, or is there like secret ingredients that every pin should have, or that you'd want to see? Yeah. So, um, when you're doing a uh, a pin, it's really good. If you don't like, obviously, if you've got beautiful imagery, which again I think goes back to the split between product and service businesses. If if you've got a product and you've got beautiful product photography, then you can keep your pins quite simple. I would just make sure there's some kind of branding on there to make sure that it it's identifiable as yours, because obviously people can save your pins and everything if they go onto someone else's boards having your branding on there. Obviously, the links will still be linked to yours, but it it makes it clearer that it's it's from your business. Yeah. Um, as a service based business, you can still do great things with stock photography and just type making. Like some of my best performing pins are just text pins with graphics on, but they're really bold. Like not bold as in bright colors, but bold as in designs. Because obviously, if you're thinking you've got a sea of of pins in there, and and you want something that's eye-catching that people are going to click on um I one of my top tips I find numbers do really well so if you can oh. give someone uh again looking from the service point of view but if you can give someone you know 10 tips for this or eight tools you need to use for that I find those do really mm. really well because again it's like oh I think it's because when people think like go to click on it they're like oh I'm gonna get eight things here like yeah. that's added value I'm gonna get 10 things here whatever it is I think if you your number goes there's there is a a kind of caution with that though of not to go too big I see some pins where they're like 150 100 and I'm like if I saw that I'd be like I don't have time to read 50 100 things right. you know if you've got 50 things break them down into 10 subcategories and have five different blogs about it and send them to 10 things that way like people's time is precious yeah yeah yeah. so is 
I think if you can have a title that is going to catch their attention but not take up all their time to absorb, then that's the key. Um, yeah, so I, I, and I'd say don't let the lack of imagery in your business stop you because te text pins can do well too. Mm. So that could that be like, so you on the pin you wouldn't necessarily have all of the tips on that pin. No, you? so it would you just, just have be the, like title. the title. Oh, okay, and then that goes to yeah, because that because you want people to click. You want to give them this hook that's like, oh yeah, eight eight pins, and then you know you have space for a description and and the links right there, like it says, visit, and you you know people can then go and read those eight things or those ten things. So then the key is, as well, is to make sure that wherever you're sending them to, it's really clear what action you want them to take. Okay, yeah. Because once you have got the traffic there, if they then, if it then you're sending them to five different places and it gets all confusing of what it is you want people to do. If you yeah. want them to sign up to your email list, just have that. If you want them to message you or like e contact if you've got a contact form or something, just have that. Or if you want them to look at your services or something like that, just send them to that one thing. And rather than, you know, oh, I've got this and I've got that and I've got this, you know, indecision makes people do nothing. So could you have, so for example, Say if I had three top tips to dim down doubt as a business owner, I would have that as the title and then I could link it through to a lead magnet that would give those three top tips. Yeah. Okay. Could I then, could I do the same kind of thing and that would link to a blog post from a podcast? Yeah. But then there's no, but then they're just reading the blog. I'm not capturing their email address then, am I? No, but then at the bottom of the blog. I can say sign up. Sign up. You could have your sign up box you know um at the you know the bottom of the blog post doesn't it it seems so simple <laughs> it's it sounds so easy but i know in my head no 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 not but i'm not i'm not avoiding this this is going to be what's going to happen but <laughs> in my head it's like i know for for me for it to be over so overwhelming at the moment or overloaded I'm really sick of saying overwhelming because it means it makes me feel inadequate I'm not inadequate at all um, I'm overloaded at the moment because the time of recording this it's the end of November Christmas is around the corner yeah for everybody um and my son's just started school and how many days do they need to wear different things for different oh my god yes <laughs> the other day the other week he had children in need odd socks tomorrow he's got to wear his pajamas to school I was like how many and it's parents' evening, and it's... oh, and then donation weeks, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I they're know. all for it. I mean, I'm an ex-secondary school teacher. We did nothing like this. Like, literally, we're like, there was there was no emails to parents, nothing like this. Anyway, anyway, going going backwards, um, I feel like there's a then it's that getting out of your own way and this is some of the work that I do inside my membership it's like you're a CEO you're going to take this seriously or what and I find even though I take a lot seriously like having a podcast is pretty serious like yeah you know being on other people's podcasts doing these big events coaching my clients etc cetera, etc cetera. but actually doing the nitty gritty stuff that actually is evergreen that is working around in the business in like in the background 
that is where my self-sabotage is living. It's like, you know, if I don't, if I'm not doing those, that stuff like proper sales funnels, I'm going to put my hand up now, like, because I know in six months, I'm going to really kick myself in up the arse and get all of this shit done. And I'll be going, oh yeah, you know, all these people have told me this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is when I was earning six figures in my sleep and I should have done it earlier. So I've got to get out of my own way. But as business owners, there's a, a sense of um, we've been trained by, I know, social culture and the fact that Instagram is instant gratification. And I remember um, my other business, Vivid Why, which is product based. I used to have this thing where I would look at how many minutes my my posts had been up. And if I didn't match how many likes I'd got by the minute. So say if it'd been up half an hour and I didn't have 30 likes, I knew I wasn't, it wasn't a good post. And this was back in the day where you could literally post anything and it would just get instant mm. likes and you got loads of followers really quickly. Um, and I have moved away a lot from that. I mean, I love a bit of SEO, but actually sit, sitting, sitting down and making myself do this stuff that the evergreen stuff that works in the background that really can really power up the business it's like laying the foundations you never see the foundations do you yes but it's that you know as business owners we how do you do you ever have to support your clients to get to that point or or, or are they already like I know this is the next step I know I've done everything else now it's that part or do you have to do a little bit of coaching I suppose and be like no come on we've got a instant gravitation gravitation gratification it's not on the on the menu with this. Like, how do you support your clients with that? Yeah, I mean, that's why I feel at the moment the kind of one to one with the Pinterest is so important because it. I think if people were left to do it by themselves, mm. they wouldn't. They would. I. They just. They, I don't think they would get the, kind of the longevity of it. Yeah. Um, and like I said it's normally on that third session when we start we've done the groundwork that people are like oh yeah I can see how this is now gonna work and how I can keep making this happen and yeah so I I do think that offering that one-to-one and up working with people um and answering their questions as as we're going along is is so important because yeah like you said it's it isn't that instant gratification and Pinterest as a platform doesn't want you to do that like when they um they 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 don't do as many updates as well which is quite good so they their last kind of big update was in um September and the big message that they were sending out is they want people to to discover on Pinterest and then go do it they don't want people to linger. They don't want people to be spending hours scrolling. They want people to find what they're looking for. So they want the results that they show people to be as relevant as possible to what it is that they've put in that search, mm. Um, which obviously is where the keywords come in. Um, And I think once people kind of get that and how it's it's not that like once people get that that adding those keywords in and um targeting the the right kind of customers and see it gets the results then it 
I think people can see the benefit of Pinterest a lot better. Mm. I've explained myself very well then. I know you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think as well, it's thinking about, um, which Dave mentioned before, is when you, you're, it helps with your Google ranking. So you're talking about SEO. So Pinterest pins actually show up on Google as well. So people can find you through Google, even though you're on Pinterest. So you get two kind of two tries at the Mm. at getting people to your content um and I think the whole set and forget thing like once you've got the strategy in place which so I do three uh like one hour coaching sessions and then you each time you have a bit of homework which is probably maybe another hour so within say six hours you've then got your strategy done Mm. and then it takes a couple of hours each month so just a couple of hours each month to get a whole month's worth of content done and I think people don't kind of almost believe that because they're so used to the kind of hamster of Instagram Um, and I'm trying to work out how I can in my content explain that so that to get people to understand it more that once you have this kind of the strategy done and you've done the the legwork of the keywords which again it all does within Pinterest that you don't need to go elsewhere for it um and you've got your templates done and and people can see how you can get the titles and get the put the artwork in or whatever it is you want to do and and you're done and you just schedule it again within Pinterest and it and it's there and it's ready and you just and you don't have to do any more you could literally you know just go on to Pinterest for your own personal scrolling after that business wise you don't need to look at it again until you need to set your next lot of pins bloody hell this is do you know I feel like it's a mindset thing that that and again like I said like before it's a you you feel uh, your worth as a business owner is in the busyness because that's how mm-hmm. society is set up and this work is that mindset of going oh you don't actually have to work as hard as you used to there are all of these tips and tricks that you can use one of them being Pinterest one of them being SEO and actually are you going to take your business seriously do you actually want people to find you because they're searching so if you if you are if you've got something to offer and you're not there to search them who they're not going to find you and it's about going take this and I'm I'm saying this to myself now take this <laughs> business seriously because even and I, again I'm going to be really embarrassed I, it's gonna, I'm probably going to have a vulnerability hangover after this but my my uh membership website not all the meta descriptions are up to date and my other coaching website there is no there are no meta descriptions so there's not even being picked up on SEO at all I've had that website for a while now um and it is just like I'll get to it. It's one of those yeah. things, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Same with Pinterest, but you just got to get take it seriously. I feel like like your content. If you if someone said to me, "Are you going to take your business seriously or what?" Sort out your Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Sort out your SEO. I'd probably go. Oh yeah, because the big guns think- sort of it sorted, don't they? I think as well is you've got to remember most people their business isn't marketing. Their business no. is something else. Yeah. And if you're spending all this time marketing, 
then it's taking away from more clients that you could have or yeah. or things you could do to be growing your business and getting more money in because actually how much is the posting on Instagram all the time and all that actually getting you if yeah. you're if that's taking up all of your time now yeah. I love to be on Instagram I'm not gonna deny that and yeah. um you know but you've got a, yeah it's like it is starting to think kind of more more business minded and less hobby like fuck you know I yeah. think what is going to actually benefit my business in the long term yes a a viral post will help your business for the 24 hours that it's up there for but some of this groundwork like you said could be helping your business in six months in a year you know people will still be finding you long before you've after you've thought about that actual piece of content I love it because it's still relevant yeah, could you even have people go to your Instagram and find Yeah, it, if you don't have a website, like I say, if people want to just get started, like there's kind of three, three levels of it, really. If you're just getting started and you're, you have an Instagram page, every one of your um, Instagram posts has its own link. Mm. So you could start by sending traffic there. But obviously, it's another platform that you don't own that you mm. you then have to get people to do another action, like go onto your bio, click. You know, you can't get them to do something directly from your post. That's why I'd say the next level is then to get people to a website. Yeah, so, yeah. And each one of your pages has its own link. So to start with, you could just send people to your pages. And then kind of I would say the top level is people that have blogs podcasts courses kind of sales pages because as long as you set <clears throat> sorry those sales pages up that you can capture people's email addresses even if the course isn't live then you can constantly send people there oh Nicola I've got all of that <laughs> all of that more when I still haven't got it all set up anyway I feel like you, my um yeah, we're going to have a serious conversation because my instinct <laughs> is saying uh, this woman is magic. So if everyone else is feeling the same way, where can they find you? How can you help people? So um, my web website is nwdesignanddigital.co.uk, um, which lists uh, my services. My blog is obviously on there. Um, I do hang out on Instagram Again, NW Design and Digital, kind of on all the platforms, and obviously on Pinterest. Um, I mainly link to my blogs and my website pages on there because that's kind of my evergreen content. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just love to, I just love to help more people see the benefits of this kind of visual search engine to grow your business. Amazing. And I've, I've done this in the wrong, wrong, wrong order, Nicola, because I'm just a bit bowled over. I just want the podcast to end so I can talk to you about <laughs> Um So for people, um, what am I saying? Oh, my God, I'm off the scale. What If you had something you you know now that you wish you'd known 10 years ago, what would it be? What is it that you'd want to tell yourself? I'd want to tell myself that... It is possible to have a business helping people. Um, I've always wanted to 
I've always had this thought of kind of teaching in in some kind of way and I've always thought of it and I'd have to do it the traditional kind of teacher way and I don't have a degree and all that kind of stuff I don't have any like kind of traditional teacher background um but this doing this business and doing these kind of trainings has made me realize that it is possible to you know do what you love and and do what you do well but it it's just it's just thinking of the of the way that it's going to work for you basically um so if there's something that you want to do and you're thinking oh I can't do this because of that maybe it's looking at it a different way look at it a different angle and like well okay you might not be able to do that directly but how can you use the skills you've got to help other people in whatever it is that you want to do amazing that's lovely love it anything's possible oh thanks Nicola we can do our fake goodbye now and then we're gonna have a chat if that if you've got time yeah thank you so much for having me you're very welcome thank you very very much for coming on um yeah so see you later bye thank you so much for listening to the no rest for the vivid podcast written produced and hosted by claire hill and music has been composed by my brother phil Hitler.